0: Last time on It, Gaskar flies into a frustrated rage after trying to figure out and fail yet again how Castiel's Box works, and in so doing, throws it into the fire and makes a very unintentional friend. Jerry the fire elemental has now joined the party. Earlier that morning, Parker was awoken by Janice of all people. And how the heck did she get into the guild hall? Well, never mind that. While having a quick conversation with her, it's quite obvious that she needs some help getting her music school up off the ground and maybe herself back onto the ground since she's been living in an alleyway, sleeping in a hammock, made of people's clothes up on the clothesline. So, Parker takes her to the one place where she can truly get the help that she needs. His mother and father's music store.
1: I do believe there's potential for magic to come back.
2: I would keep this very, very close, Parker. There are people... There are things on the home front that have changed a lot since you were gone. Uh, Particularly with the Reinharts and the Dale Dovin. They're at each other's throats. They cannot live while the other one stays around. It's just... They are warring over the same exact area, the rhine Metal District, and the Deodoven are so close to taking it. All the Emperor needs to do is sign off one last piece of paperwork, and the rhine are practically kicked out of the city. They are desperate. And and something like this... They're not the most reputable family. We've been around long enough to have heard our fair share of stories, especially ever since their son died and the family kind of began to fell more into ruin once the Ten Metal War ended.
1: Yeah, he died all right.
2: Yes, there was a great funeral. I still remember it. You were very... You were smaller. You were smaller.
1: Yes, but you,
2: yeah. It was through the whole street, the whole city, founded.
1: You mentioned the <laughs> Reinhards being not so full front with their motives. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna no. skip over that whole part. Let her believe Cruz <laughs> is dead. It's fine. <laughs> okay, fine.
2: Man, it was so sad. I actually played in one of the bands at his. One funeral. of my recent
1: contracts. I down into The fracture. Uh, pointed to the Reinhardts doing experiments on creatures. Do you've told me many stories growing up. Do do any of your stories call for a divinely?
2: Well, uh, translated. Yes, actually one of them does. It's the story of Castiel.
1: If you recall, there's more stories I have to tell.
2: Well, because the, well, the the song of Castiel is about a Divine Ling.
1: No, I know. Wait, what?
2: Well, yes, Castiel. (laughs) He was a Divine (laughs) wing. It's it's said in not necessarily lyrics, but it's been widely understood that the actual story was about something known as a Divine (gasps) wing. Oh, my. Oh, my. (laughs) The. as being known as a devil, well, there's not exactly those running around, so they had to figure out how or what he truly was, and it was actually deemed that he was a divine link. There's only been him and even one other one ever found in existence. Very
1: rare. <laughs> You're still seated, right?
2: Oh, no, I am very much still standing.
1: Now sit down. <laughs>
2: I am not going to sit down. My old bones can carry me through this absolutely spine
1: chattering news.
3: <laughs>
1: so I was recently given a device known as Castiel's box.
2: Holy crap. And there she goes, just falls on the back. Uh, <laughs> uh, and what is this box
1: of yours? It is, a, it is a box that has many compartments that when you put a device or contraption or item in it, it becomes something else. With or without Magitek? Without. So you have two objects that run on such power. The person who gave us the box claims it does not run off magic, but I don't see how. I don't see, I don't understand. I've investigated the box. Who
2: gave you this box?
1: I'm just, I'm blanking on the name. For some reason, I think Severus Edward Snape, Ludicious. and that's not it. Yeah, Ludicious, that's why. I was thinking Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, Severus, it's not Severus Snape. Lucius Malfoy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, kept, I kept thinking Ludicious. Lucius Malfoy. Ludicious.
2: A merchant?
1: Uh, A guildhouse sponsor. I am very concerned. Are you familiar with that name?
2: I am not, which is what makes me nervous. You know our work here, and we we hear a lot of things. We're the old family at the end of the streets, but we do like to stay informed, nonetheless. It's kind of a game, but... I have never heard this name Edward Ludicius, and if he's giving away objects like that, there's some ulterior motives that you have to be careful of, Parker.
1: I will keep this in mind.
2: People don't just give things away for free. Yeah. Uh, but your question about a divinely, you said they were looking for one?
1: Yes. Uh, they were doing experiments on specifically a Divineling? Correct. Well, if they were doing
2: so... If they were looking for souls, if they were looking for an alternative
1: power source,
2: a Divineling would make sense. I mean, they can't die.
1: They were. One of their experiments was uh, converting possibly their soul energy into small orbs. Ah, I understand. Well, did they succeed? Fixing what? Converting the orbs?
2: Yes, the souls into these orbs.
1: Yes, there was evidence down in the fracture.
2: This needs to be taken straight to the Emperor. If he signs that paper and the Reinhards are finally taken
1: out of this city, maybe they'll be forgotten for good. But... I mean, if if do you think that's what's best?
2: The Reinhards have made their wealth off of war. And not in the way that they have made. It wasn't bad to keep a standing army. But when there is no war, and there is no reason to have land that could be used for others, just the general public, but to just iron fists grab that land and say, no, uh, we can't use it, even temporarily, just to help people in peacetime, because they're afraid of giving up a single inch of their great and glorious power. People like that scare me. I know the Silinaras have their own issues. The Deodovans seem like the most level-headed of all of them, but the Reinharts make me scared. And I'm
1: old, so what I'm scared of, everybody should be scared of. Thank you, Martha. I always appreciate the guidance you give. You're welcome.
2: Well, I, I hear a lot of things, and you're going to need to keep me in the loop from now on in your life, and I expect... At least a letter every two days. At least. I If not every day. I will
1: I will do my best.
2: Matter of fact, is the Guild Hall just hiring?
1: Mother, you're not joining the Guild Hall.
2: You can't tell me what to do. I am your mother! it you drop out of school and you're telling me what to do? What have you done with my Parker?
1: I I I sorry, mother. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well. Apology accepted. Thank you. thank you for informing me of everything. This is a lot. Your father is going to lose his
1: mind. Are you sure so. you should tell him?
2: <laughs> I'm really not, but uh, we're up here. I'll tell him after you leave. If he comes bursting through the guild hall at some point, then at least know that it was probably me
1: who told him. That's that's fair, Mother. but um, there's information you've given me, I will I will take my leave. I do appreciate you taking Janice in. She is she's a good soul, but uh, not the brightest bulb.
2: Okay. We'll keep an eye out on her.
1: All right. I love you, Mother.
2: I love you, too, dear Parker. And she kind of, like, holds you around on the shoulder and just kind of gives you a kiss on the forehead. I'll uh, I'll walk away uh, uh, back to the guild hall. Okay. Uh, When you go downstairs, you notice two things. One, the woman who was playing the cello is no longer there. Uh, And emerging from the back, you hear... Janice is the most brilliant light bulb I have ever seen in my life. This woman and he holds up this guitar, which is now three guitars tied together and says, has invented the triple guitar. It will be a hit everywhere. I will begin production immediately and runs back into
1: his workshop. Uh, (laughs) Just one more Just walk away. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah,
1: and I'll just walk away.
0: (laughs) If your mother can handle news about all the things that you discovered, she can handle your dad with his triple guitar. Triple guitar.
2: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Leaving out the door, you do see a piece of paper taped or posted to the door. I'll stop and read it. it off and looking at it you see it written very beautiful script meet us at the neon fang eight o'clock is it signed by anybody it is not signed but at the very end you do see a seal and it is that of the reinhardt's bring crews
1: okay i will surprises I will take the note. I'm gonna look back to see did my mom or anybody see me see the note or see this interaction. It doesn't look like it. Okay, then I'll I'll pocket the note and I'll still head back to the guild hall.
2: Okay, you make your way back. Uh, hey Cruz, your your dagger, your dagger, or the thing that you what did you put in front of Jerry? Just some nails. <laughs> nails. Jerry! It's liquid. It's liquid.
3: Like one hundred percent. I was I was too busy looking at for uh, uh, what am I thinking? Uh, I was too busy building his mini forge. Okay. So I I totally forgot about the liquidized nails. Hey Cruz. Um,
2: hey Cruz. <laughs> the sun in the small corner of the room. You forgot
3: about? No, hey, I Cruz. just forgot about the nails.
0: Hey Cruz. You should um, go over to the fireplace and take a look at those nails. Are are they up to like, like uh, a movable temperature? Did this, this, this work? And I go ting, 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 ting. And I'm working on building this forge.
3: I'm going to, I'm going to say, Hey Jerry, can you, can you dim it, dim it down a little so I can see these nails?
2: It recedes back. There is
3: a puddle of liquid metal here. Crap. Good work, Jerry. But this is great news. That means I can liquidize metal and forge new things. That means we can process ore. Or we can just find a junkyard and scavenge all that metal and make whatever we want.
0: These are all these are all true things. But let's just remember, Jerry is our sentient friend here. And I will pay him in all the wood he can eat. Yes, lots of, lots of wood. I wonder what kind of wood he likes
3: most. We'll give him a variety and whichever one he likes the most, we'll go with. Part of me really hopes a hickory, cause then we can barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts exactly. Or mesquite, apple. Ooh a little cherry wouldn't be nice. I know
2: you would You almost see like like blue flame saliva dripping from where his mouth would be, just at the mention of all these different woods. Oh, Cruz. Um, <laughs> this is probably my excitement,
0: doling my impending sense of fear. Do you want to go find some wood at the market?
3: Yes, and but first Cruz is going to start running around the guild hall looking for an oil lamp. Like, one of the old-timey ones with the glass around the sides. I'm yeah. going to start look. I'm, I'm going to grab that. Yeah, no, there's an and oil I'm lamp. I'm going to fill it up with the only oil in the place, which just happens to be vegetable oil. Still burns. Okay. And, uh, How does Jerry and I'm like going to offer it in front of Jerry and say, want to go for a ride?
2: Okay. Jerry jumps, in, jumps onto it. Uh, Kind of, like, sucks up into it. And you see you almost see him like like shoveling the oil into like into him almost like just like and just kind of keeping keeping himself alight. It looks like he enjoys
3: it. It's like an oil bath. He likes it? oil. Okay, okay, this is good. We need to wait for Parker and Humvald to get back so wait, wait. we can do our contract and then we can be free to go find wood. 'Cause if we walk out there, my name is will definitely stop us and ask us about the contract. Hmm. And seeing yeah. how Relic hasn't come back yet, we're gonna have to go over with my name is. So No, but
0: no no but no 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 guild hall protocol for the guild of no one is that we go over the items with relic first and since relic is not here we can't go over the items with him yet so we have no reason to talk to my name is
3: but when my name is stops us are we just going to say waiting on relic yes do you really think she's going to take that excuse we're just going to keep walking all right let's go and
2: we depart for the buyer's house. <sighs> as you as you pass by my name is does wave you say, ah, are you, uh, are you finally finished with your contract? Um, we're
0: waiting on relic. We don't know where he is, so we can't go over the contract stuff with him. So we're just going to go out to the buyer's bells. We'll be back in a little bit. Bye. We'll bring you back candy from the market. Bye. Uh, Gasca. Uh, I just keep walking.
2: My contracts. Oh, you don't have to go through relic for. Oh, yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have that? I stop. I
0: fiddle in my backpack. I grab it. I pull it out and I say, I think okay. it would look very pretty on you. You should give it a, a, a test run before you hand it off to whoever wants it and throw it at her. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, she drops it, just fumbles around and I take that opportunity to get Come, Chris, Chris, let's move. <laughs>
2: Go, go, go. You you're done. You're out. Gone. All right. You guys make it to the buyer's bows. Uh, OK, you guys are just looking for wood. Yeah, we we want we've
0: I'm, I'm looking for absolutely every kind of wood. But mind you, Sawyer, I am not. I am not looking to pay for the wood.
3: I am going to tuck the lamp oh. into my cape and uh that way nobody can see jerry being not like regular fire and sorry you're tucking
2: a lit object underneath your cape my my cape okay it's getting toasty it's getting toasty it'll it'll
3: it'll get warm but i can i can i can release the air through multiple different ways uh, he's a dragonborn <laughs> he likes heat yeah oh
2: yeah no you're oh yeah i forgot about that you i don't mind
3: it <laughs> But uh, if he gets too uh, hot, I know how I can vent him. It's okay. And uh, Okay. I'm going to look for, like, I'm going to go first to all the barbecue, like, street food guys. And I'm going to start talking to them about their wood and see if I can collect small samples of it.
0: Oh, I'm going to kind of slink in the shadows. And when he approaches like a barbecue place and he's talking to the owner about their wood. When I hear them talk about, Oh yeah, yes, we use this kind of wood and this kind of wood. I'm going to take that as my opportunity to, to collect some. Please roll sleight of hand.
2: Ooh, that's good. That's a 21. 21 uh, of the three different varieties uh, that they serve here in a very uh, emphatic speech he's telling Cruz about the combinations of them you're able to pocket at least four handfuls of each nice what kinds uh there's apple hickory and mesquite right you okay. said there was four kinds that was three four handfuls of the three kinds got it
0: got it. okay cool and uh, as i walk away i'll just i'll make eye contact with Cruz, and you know
3: Mm-hmm. Do you still mm-hmm. have the bag of holding? Oh, yeah. So did he grab handfuls of wood chips or did he grab logs and shove them into the bag of holding?
0: Yes, this is a good question. Like <laughs> Handfuls of wood chips. Okay. That's fine. We're just trying to get samples to see what he likes right now. True.
3: And next, uh, after the barbecue hut, um, I'm going to go to a carpenter. There's always carpenters on this street. Yep, that was the next thing on my so, list. So, carpenters are going to have hardwoods, like pines, oaks. So, we're going to... I'm going to go there. Ooh, I wonder if they have softwood, like cedar. Yeah,
0: any, any kind any kind of woods.
3: Uh, I'm just so. going to go up to them and say, Hey, do you guys have a scrap bin I can just look through?
2: Oh, my. Uh, why do you want to look through our scrap bin?
0: Hey, so i like to make things kind of for custom uh requests for folks and every now and then i've got a bunch of clients who just want to see some samples of what the grain structure looks like and um and all that sort of thing and really i just need like little like one inch cube samples of things to show them and uh that way then i could whenever Whenever they like something, I can just say, Cool, I know the place exactly where to get it. Um, and then I can come to you and I can get the wood, but I need to be able to show them the things that they like so they have a tangible example. So, do you have some just like little samples of various woods? I mean, anything from like the softwoods to the exotic hardwoods, like anything that could just be like a little scrap cut off from some of your projects.
2: What are you? But okay. As he points to Gaskar, of which the mongoose that just <laughs> came up and started talking to him about flooring and just like, uh, he's never seen you before. So, um, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, I... yes,
0: yes. Can you please not make it weird? I am a mongoose. Don't make it weird.
2: You're asking to dig through my
3: wood. Uh, I'm gonna hand the dude five credits and say, can we just dig through your scrap wood bin?
0: Yeah, I make stuff. A man's got
2: to pay the bills.
3: Uh, Wouldn't this carpenter know me as a blacksmith in the same district? I would have had to have dealt with carpenters before for wood parts of weapons.
2: Uh, Well, it's interesting. As you hear him yell, Garmin, I'm taking a break. Uh, you do recognize Garmin. He is one of the uh, local carpenters around here. Uh, and he looks back and all right. And he goes back to working on his on his project. So it seems as though this is most likely a, a new apprentice. How much do I
3: trust Garmin?
2: Uh, Garmin's got you good stuff. He's the one who you get you get like most of your like high end hardwoods from. He's the kind of guy who, if you want to make like a sword for the Silinarans, he's the one to come to to actually like get the the hard. He's, to my, find he's woods. my
3: practice sword maker, or the materials I get for practice swords, shield, wooden shields with metal bands, stuff like that. Yep. I'm gonna just yell back, Garmin. I need to look through your scab bin. Ah. Oh yeah. Go right ahead. Take what you want out of that. Let me know if you need any help on anything. New knives, sharpenings. Let me know for your chisels. It'll do, Cruz. Always do. I'm going to start digging through, grabbing as much of the uh, different woods as I possibly can.
2: You find five different types of woods. Some Something on this, like a flavor
0: check or something. <laughs> but do I, find, do, I, do I find <laughs> anything that is um, of particular exoticity? particularly
2: exotic flavored chips. Let me, let me.
1: Are we talking now uh, like a nacho, or a cool ranch?
2: Okay, here we go. Okay. I I have found, I have found my table. Please roll me a percentile.
3: Okay. Uh, um, some, some carpenters take wood resin and mix it with wood pulp to seal like holes and stuff. But it's also super flammable. Fifty-nine.
0: Oh, here we go. Bacote. Hmm. Okay. Mm. Mm. Hmm. This is some interesting wood. Okay, and then um, another thing I'd like to do is: do I know if fire elementals are particularly like? abundant in certain areas and which species of wood might be most common in those areas. You have no clue
3: whatsoever. Seeing how fire elementals have been have been extinct for a while. Uh, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. This though no one on this planet has seen a fire elemental for a very uh, long time. I'm
3: gonna I'm gonna find a I'm gonna find like a small stick and I'm gonna say hey Garmin I need uh I need some of that tree resin sappy stuff you used. Can you can I get a dip that's stick into it? Oh yeah, it's right over there. I'm just gonna dip it and I'm going to I guess I'm just gonna shove it into like a little canister so I don't, you know, get all sticky. Okay. And then I I'm gonna look down at Gascar and say, Do you think we should go back and see what we can get out of this? Or should we keep looking for like a furniture maker or something that mm. might have other wood possibilities.
0: Mm. Yeah.
3: Is there, is there a furniture
0: maker in the area?
2: Yes, there is. And if you'd like to roll another percentile to see what kind of wood they are currently making their freshly crafted, uh, lacquered bench out of, of which they happen to have some, uh, wood sc- scraps just sitting to the side of it would An be 11. 11. Here, here's what I would like to do.
0: Okay, Cruz, hold my stuff and I start stripping <laughs> and what are you doing? <laughs> I I, I, be, I begin to pull off like my, my clothes and my armor and you know and get down to unnatural mongoose, which is a frequent sight in the, these parts. and I right. I hand hand the bag over
3: to Cruz. Expectantly. Cruz is going to grab it, but while he's stripping, Cruz is going to... And I
0: then uh, scurry over into the furniture maker area. Not trying to be sneaky in any, sh- any way. I am just making a buck wild run into th- um, this shop and I am going to grab a small scrap of wood in my mouth. Okay. And uh, or keep running
2: away. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> you grab a wonderful chunk of white ash, actually. Uh, and you manage to get away with it just as you hear a uh, Hey, where'd that piece go? We need one more dowel here. When did that? And then you've got you're gone. Yep, I'm
0: gone. And I run back around the block and uh, hop up onto Cruz's shoulder naked. And and
2: <laughs> as you hop up. Yeah, no, it's right there. There you are.
0: <laughs> and I I bend down with uh, the stick in my mouth. I'm like, hey. Give me my bag back um, and let's walk away.
3: You I it to him gladly.
0: <laughs> and as he walks away, after we get away from the shop, I jump down and put my my
2: stuff back on. All right. You are now dressed. It's at this time, as you guys are beginning to kind of reconvene Parker. Hey, look, there's Gascar and Cruz. wait. Does he see us? Does he see me naked upon his shoulder? It, it is, it's before I get clothed. Gascar is naked on Cruz's shoulders with a piece of wood in his mouth. <laughs> I will probably have to edit that. <laughs> that was unintentional. <laughs> 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 For all this... is extent. very interesting. <laughs> it. It. Yes. Yeah. What do you... What do you do with this? What do you do with will, this? Genuinely.
1: Uh, after a moment of mouth gaping <laughs> open, going. What? Uh, Parker will make his way to uh, cruise and, and get. What? A what? Cruise? No. Why are you naked?
0: Oh, oh, hey, perfect timing. I was just about to, to not be so naked. I will explain that. A little while later, once we get back to the guild hall, perhaps. But for now, can you help me click this strap back on? It's always kind of hard to reach in <laughs> on the back section here. Yeah, I'm trying to put my clothes back. Come on. Can you just get get uh, Fine, fine, fine. Come here. Come here. Me.
1: And I will, I will assist him.
2: <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank what you. a friend. <laughs> what a good friend. You guys are just the closest knit group ever now. <laughs> buckling in each other's buckles, man. <laughs> Friendship goals for the win. So so you know, we have a new friend.
0: a new friend? What do you what do you mean? His name is Jerry. Do you remember Svitsi?
1: Uh, wait, what? The,
0: do you remember Svitsi? The, dag- the, squirrel
1: the dagger squirrel. Yes. Well, Jerry is her brother. You put something in the box, didn't you?
0: I may have thrown the box into the fire in frustration and fire got into it. And then it rolled out of the fireplace and then opened and Jerry now exists. So wait,
1: what exactly is Jerry? Uh,
0: A fire thing? I'm not really sure. Yeah, he's a fire thing. We'll show you Jerry when we get back to, we have Jerry with us. Wait, 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 you? what do you mean? Cruz, can you just show him real quick?
3: Um... I'm gonna open my cape and just show him the
2: lamp. Jerry, can you wave? You see, you see the little like flame that's flicking back and forth. Just kind of, you see, almost like a little head pop out, and then two little arms, and you just see it kind of like wiggle.
1: <laughs> By the gods, I've barely been gone. What, what have you been? To, what have you two been doing? Where's Humval? <laughs>
0: That is a good question. I haven't seen him fall. Very, very good question. But um, let's we're we're going to give Jerry some maybe the f- first real food he's ever had, and um, we're going to see what he likes the best. This is quite entertaining. I think I'm his dad. We're going to give him wood and tree sap. I think I'm his dad. In the box, as he understands, is it, his mom. I'm. I'm just
3: going to be the uncle that exploits him into a mini forge. By the way, I'm building a mini forge.
1: I'm irrationally invested in this now, so let's let's see what happens. <laughs> yes.
0: that. Hey, I want to point out the fact that I am currently blind to my own fear of, of my own safety and out in public getting wood for my
2: child. Oh, yes. No, they are completely aware. <laughs> <laughs> you can forget that last statement, but. So shall we shut with that
0: in mind? It probably would be wise if we got back to the guild hall. All right, fine.
1: Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Are your D&D games feeling stale, plain, or downright boring? Upgrade them today with beautiful landscapes, terrifying dungeons, wholesome inns, and vast forests. Draw your players into your own personal fantasy world with Forge. Arkinforge.com provides hundreds of preloaded items for you to mix and match to fully customize your worlds. Use promo code Cridnit to get $5 off your purchase today. That's CRITNIT. C-R-I-T-N-I-T. Hey everybody,
0: this is Lola, also known as the Gamer Mom Bomb. I'll be joining you guys in a few episodes as Alanya, the Elven Druid. I'm super excited to join this team. Make sure you enjoy the show,
1: and I'll see you guys soon. Hey,
0: everybody. This is Chris Cornish, your audiomancer for CritNit. I just want to take a little time out to ask you to do a couple of things for us. Find us on Twitter and follow us if you haven't already. We are at crit underscore n underscore it. Also... If you could please leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Google Podcasts or wherever else that you find us, it would help other people find us and get the story out to others. And speaking of the story, let's hop back into it.
2: All right. You all make your way back to the guild hall. Uh, <laughs> back through there. My name is Seizu. Hi, Mike. i S- uh, it's, cru- or it's uh, Is
0: Relic here yet? No, he's uh, not. Yes. Oh, he, he is. Okay, well, cool. We'll talk to him when we see him later. We'll be back I- in a bit. Bye. He- and we just
2: march right to the guild hall. <laughs> you you guys are in the guild hall now. You guys open the door uh, to find Relic relaxing on the couch. Hey, Relic, you're about to see something really weird. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't want to see I- Um, What am I going to see? That's weird. So
0: have you ever seen a flame person before? A matter of factly, I have. Yeah, I had to put him out. Um, don't put him out. He's friendly. He's part of us now. Hey, Jerry, why don't you hop back over into the fireplace and we'll throw in some of this wood for you. You can tell us which one you like the most. Uh, Parker,
2: (laughs) as you see this as well, uh, the small flame that was in the lantern, uh, swoops over into the uh fireplace and then literally just kind of grows out of the embers into a full, like, human sized creature that you can kind of vaguely see as humanoid. Uh, and then just kind of like sits down in the fire pit, kind of grasping around its its uh shins and just kind of like sits there looking over, kind of see its eyes just kind of like moving around and relic. Uh, I'm sorry, what. What is that? That is Jerry. Did, I, did that come out of the fracture? Nope. Nope.
0: it did not. It came out of a box, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But first, we ne- we should feed him.
1: I love everything about what's going on right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. But if he starts to do things, I'm going to have to
0: well, I mean, he might start burning a little bit more. We're about to feed him some wood. But, I mean, you wouldn't get mad at a fire for burning a little bit more when you put a log
3: on it. Just look at it this way. You never have to light a fire in the guild hall ever again. All you have to do is add wood to it. If I recall, you don't even need to add wood to fire elementals. But, well, the only way we're keeping him nice is we feed him.
0: Well, no, we he was already nice before that. We're just trying to do something nice. In return. True. So, here's a piece of white ash,
2: and I throw that to him. Eh, it wasn't his favorite. Mm. Okay. Kind of choose through it a little bit, but nothing too crazy.
0: And now, here is a bit. What? The
2: coat? You said? The coat, yes. The coat. And now, here's the coat. Same thing, just kind of not, not really his thing. It looks like they were kind of exotic. Okay, so the exotic stuff is not your taste. Okay. Mm,
0: here's a little bit of mesquite. Too strong, way too strong for him. Ooh, he almost you, like bellows you, out smoke. Oh, yep. Ooh. Calm down, there. Yep. That that one looks like it makes you gassy.
3: I'm gonna hand him the uh, resin on a stick.
2: <laughs> uh w- matter of fact, as you hand him the resin on the stick, he what would look like slurps it up nicely hmm and then eats the stick. Okay, interesting. He likes wood resin. okay
0: And now here is some hickory.
2: It eats it actually quite quickly. It looks like he enjoys hickory. Hmm, hickory. Mark, we'll we'll keep that one in mind. That was
0: it. That was an easy mark. And, uh, okay. Now here's some
2: apple chips.
0: Ooh. (laughs) Apple devours. Oh, you like that, huh? Okay. Uh Uh-huh. All right. All right. Now, but now, Jerry, I need you to think about something. A part of being a good sentient being is taking care of your body, which is a, a strange concept, perhaps for you. Um. Now, I want you. Which one? Not. I'm not asking which one tasted good, but which one made you feel strong? Points to the. Uh, points to Cruz. Ah, you like the sap Uh nods. Mm, OK, so sap sap for strength and apple chips for for yum yums. And the hickory is pretty good,
2: too. Got it.
3: I'm going to do we have any coal rummage around the guild hall at all?
2: Hey, Cruz, to your lump on the d- on the d- on the table of which relic just happened to sit There is a lump of coal. <laughs> I would like to know what. um. Uh, his reaction to all this is <laughs> relic has just now been engrossed in this. I just kind of like arms on the back of the, the sofa, just looking at it. That is one weird fire. But I kind of like it.
3: I'm going to I'm going to hand him the the whole uh, lump of coal to see mm. you know, mm. how he how he like it likes it as much as the
2: resin. Did it make you feel strong or does it is it yum yums? What is interesting, actually, is as you hand him the thing of coal and he kind of eats it, attempts to absorb it, it floats kind of around his center and just glows a bright like white, but doesn't actually deteriorate.
0: Hmm. So it's strong. But did you like it? The, did you like the way it tastes?
2: That's also important. You got to enjoy life. Uh, you see him kind of like poking it on the inside of him and it's kind of like going back and forth, almost like it's got its own gravity in the center. And he's just kind of having fun with it. But he looks up and he kind of nods as well and goes back to poking it.
0: Well, that might be the best news that we've heard because we get this stuff for free.
3: <laughs> nice. Well, I, I'm pretty sure the large amounts of resin is going to cost us some credits, but that shouldn't be anything we can't
0: handle. But the coal we get for free. It, it, uh, have you ever not seen that
2: pile of coal just be there? True. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, the one lump of coal suddenly turned into a whole pile just sitting in the corner of the room, cobwebs everywhere. <laughs> really, I don't know, I haven't had a use for coal for years. so I just... I just collected it. Well, we got
0: to use for it now. Relic. Good, good. So Relic. What? Actually, first, Parker, um, you've kind of been the box holder, so I leave this to you. We were told to keep this quiet while we were at the bar. Do we? Can we tell him about it? I'm tired of being told what to do.
1: Relic might have valuable information, so why not let him in on the on the secret? Okay, so Relic, this is
0: Castiel's box. And I pulled the box probably off the table because I'm sure that's where we left it. And he might not have thought too much about it as it was just sitting there. (laughs) And so this box you put something in and something else comes out.
3: Cruz is going to grab a chunk of coal and put it in the box so you can see.
0: Oh, Cruz, that was probably hasty. Okay. All right, so, uh, Relic, what I need you to do right now is go get a sword and a shield and be prepared for possibly battling something. Um... Jerry, I need you to be prepared. Sometimes your mama makes stuff that is dangerous. And you are one of those things. You are dangerous, but you are nice. What comes out of that box might not be nice. So are you ready for helping us, Jerry?
3: Look on the bright side, Gaskar. I put in coal. We might get a diamond. The box.
0: Okay. no, no, I need I need to know what Jerry's reaction is before we do anything about the box. Oh,
2: Oh, Jerry looks to you and and nods. Okay. and is now like fixed on it. He actually kind of gets up out of the the fireplace. The cow walks over behind you. Okay. He is leaving small like scorch marks on the ground as he walks, though. All right, Cruz, you did this. Open the door. (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, I opened the door. Okay.
2: Uh in opening the flap of the door, you see a beautiful diamond. It is about almost four inches long and it is it is very it is like a D eight, but like prolonged.
3: Okay, I'm going to inspect it. Uh can I do How are you gonna yeah, You're I'm just going to grab uh, it with my blacksmithing tongs and inspect it to make sure it's not like cursed or anything. Uh, roll an investigation check or uh, roll an arcana check. Um, I
2: would like to be doing this as well. Hey, okay, roll, arc- roll an arcana check. Or are you doing anything else to help understand the nature of this thing?
3: That is a 16.
2: 16. Uh, I have a
0: 12 to assist 12. Um. And I mean, like, I would be lending just some insight if I know of like how magic works, some of the arcane history of things.
3: What are we rolling for again? I'm, I'm checking to make sure this diamond isn't cursed. That's a 21 for Arcana
2: uh, in pulling it out of Castiel's box. Cruz, first of all, it is a beautiful diamond and it is enraptured your mind beyond trying to see whether or not it's actually like cursed or not. Gascar, it's a diamond. Really hard to tell. Parker, it is enchanted. Can I I would like to
0: I, I even though it looks just like a diamond, if if my arcana check is not setting off anything, I would I would still have high suspicions of this thing. And I would use a detect magic, um, I have a couple of charges left on a first drive um, first level drive. So, you know, yeah, detect magic.
2: OK, it is, in fact, magical.
0: I, but I'm supposed to learn the school of magic and all of that sort of thing.
2: Oh, a uh, school of magic would be.
3: He doesn't want to mess up. He can't think of what school it is.
2: <sighs> Transmutation.
1: Yeah.
3: Hey, may I may I see the stone? Uh, do do you want the do you want just the stone or do you want to hold it with the things? Because I'm still nervous about it.
1: I yeah, actually, you hold it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna
0: try something. Actually, Sawyer, you said that James was particularly enraptured in it, and Parker is asking for it. Is there
2: is there a tension here? Just for the fact that he could not passed the arcana check. I figured the reason why is because it is very beautiful it is a gem and he is a blacksmith who uses gems
0: want to put it it in a
3: weapon. I
2: just wanted to be sure that he wasn't
0: under some sort of enchantment that might uh, (laughs) prohibit him
3: from relinquishing. I'm going to hold it out for Parker Uh,
1: and I'm going to uh, cast identify.
3: Hey, good on you buddy I don't have that I don't have spells when you learn,
2: I was thinking about doing that yeah hey it's a this is a spiny gem uh this gem once coming in contact with the hand of the uh unfortunate person who in which grasps it uh they must make a reflex saving throw. Or the diamond will bury itself deep within the palm of the person's hand, leaving only half of it out, giving them disadvantage on all dexterity checks for now until it is removed via a remove of curse. However, the creature also gains an unarmed attack, or a natural attack, given it now has a protruding sharp object from its hand. Therefore it
1: ups it so to a six
3: tongs. <laughs>
1: Do not, do not handle that stone. It will oh. embed itself in its skin. In your skin, actually, and, and you cannot remove it. Okay. Um,
0: We need a different box other than this thing. Yeah, but Relic, see, that's what it does. It makes really wild things.
3: I'm noticing we get a lot more worse Our... than good. It's because you put more in the yeah. box
2: the further it goes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Should we put it back in the box and see what we get?
0: No. No. Do it. Okay. <laughs> box explodes finally. <laughs> you all die.
3: I'm going to look at Gascar and say, well, do you think you can turn this gem into like a bullet or something?
2: I'm
0: going to say I really don't want to mess with that too much on the off chance that I accidentally touch it and have that thing embedded into my hand and we need to make a special trip to Cam and Ila to get this <laughs>
3: okay do we have a small yes. box anywhere that I can put this in tape it shut and say do not open
2: <laughs> hey look there's a box right next to you Not that box, (laughs) no other box.
3: (laughs) I'm just gonna go up to the spice cabinet and I'm gonna find an empty spice jar and I'm gonna drop it in there.
2: Okay, (laughs)
0: just put a label on it cursed object, don't touch (laughs) cursed object.
3: Do not back in the guild, or is it just us and Parker?
2: Well, you've had your moment to come back if you'd like. Why not? Umval will come back. Okay. Umval has returned.
4: And only see uh, my name is at the counter. She is. And the rest of the crew are nowhere to be seen. Nope. And before my name is, g- can talk to him about the the, uh, request to be turned in. Umval spritz up the stairs.
2: Okay. You run. And you manage to get to the guild hall door. Uh, Umval comes rushing in. When, when at what point does he rush in? Hey, Humval. Uh, the box is open on the table. Relic right now is sitting enraptured by this. There is a fiery being slash man <laughs> standing over Gascar, leaving small trails of sparks in its wake. Uh, and a small diamond is now being put into a spice canister from the spice rack.
3: It's labeled already, do not open cursed object.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's on there too. Welcome back, Kumval. This is Jerry.
0: Don't open that jar. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I have many questions. Though so I know if I ask any of them, it will only make me that much more depressed to know each and every one of you. Today was a good day. The weather was beautiful and this is what I come back to.
3: Uh, <coughs> Humval, would you like me to make Cruz, some food? Cruz, Cruz, what part did you play in all of this? <laughs> I put a piece of coal in the box.
4: I understand. You are also complicit.
3: If it makes you feel better, I dropped a pepper in there. Nothing well. <clears throat> On kind of accident, and it just gave me another pepper. Yay! It was delicious. I Little sweet.
4: I am both disappointed and entirely underwhelmed <clears throat> by
3: what you have accomplished. It went great in an omelette. Speaking of which, it's about lunchtime, so why don't I make some food, and then we can break the news to Relic that we failed our mission.
0: Yeah, how does Relic take that?
2: You guys are overwhelming my NPCs with information that they had not previously been able to. Like, hey, Relic, here's the box that we were told you not to. Li- hey, Relic, we also failed this. Hey, Relic, this. Hey, you know that mission you told Relic to go on and come back with information on? Hey, he's here back with the information for you guys as well. So, what was that? What information was that again? Uh, you guys told him to go find out if you could what the remnants of the glass bottle. Oh, that's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a while back. That was like an episode freaking four. Uh, but but no, he has returned and has information. However, he is very much enraptured by this box. Uh, and at the mention that you have failed your contract, he does acknowledge you. And were you just not able to uh, find them or was it more complicated than that? Quick question, who's the best liar
1: out of all of us right now? I have a plus six in deception.
4: could, could I have talked with? Uh, no, I wouldn't have because I was mad at Parker. If you'll allow me to, to give a suggestion to Parker. Yeah, what? But... Whatever we found one, it just vanished as soon as we picked it up.
3: Mm, not lying. I mean, they kind of vanished into multiple pieces.
1: Or after we managed to collect them, they just vanished. Yeah, you see, the thing is, Relic, that we did find them, but any movement to them caused them to disintegrate. Uh, Collection was not an option.
2: Please roll deception.
1: Uh, I wish I could. That is a natural 19 for a total of 25. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to do whatever
3: we want. Tonight, wow. Guys. All right. We well, want. then
1: freaking <laughs> makes up for the natural one for my stuff. I,
2: I just showed up tonight
1: to be snippy and run around. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. All right. Well, Relic looks at you and is like, oh, uh, well, that's very. That's actually a very large problem because our. Uh. At least the way my name is, has been touting this supposed buyer as very A number one importance. But if the Bastion Bells themselves are deteriorating down there
1: anyway, perhaps it's for the best. It. My name is never given name of who this uh, contract is with. She's been
2: very tight lipped about that, and it is frustrating me greatly.
3: Look. Relic, we found a we found a gem you can turn in for us, and just say don't open it.
1: No, I'm not going to do that.
4: I I know what the buyer. I know his name. Wait, who is it? His name
2: is. Oh my <laughs> fucking goodness! <laughs> oh, you did you, not! Yeah. <laughs> wow.
4: Uh. <laughs> Took lies and they stole the rug and the, tape, the table.
2: The tablecloth. Yes, you dagum did. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, well, so Relic,
0: um, things are kind of weird, and uh, first of all, um, we're telling you about this box. Bond. Yes. We were told specifically not to tell you about it or show it to you, but we're obviously past that stage. And we were told to sh- not tell you it by our guild sponsor. And he also didn't want us to tell you that we talked to him or tell <laughs> you his name. And I think we're past that too. Edward Ludicius. Name ring a bell?
2: Hey, Edward Ludicius. Mm-hmm. Does does not. It sounds familiar, but it's uh, it's hard to describe because it's it sounds familiar for reasons that you don't understand. Where's Camdenidila? Um, they are
0: dead. Hmm. Guys, are we past this too? I know they're, they're dead. Yeah. What? They're never, they're never coming
3: out of the fracture
0: again. That that well, that second <gasps> statement might be true, but they're for all um, purposes dead. They're not going to leave the fracture ever again. But they are definitely most, most definitely
2: still alive. <laughs> well, and we got to go down there and save them. No, no, no they don't need not saving. They're
0: actually pretty good. They're. I think they're going to be down there for the long haul because <laughs> goddess Valley has got a good purpose for him down there. That sounds really strange to say out loud.
2: At that, he he <laughs> stops. <laughs> I imagine he collapses a little bit of like. <laughs> yeah, I know he he falls back onto the, the chair and kind of as you had seen previously kind of like reach into like the right right side pocket and just kind of stop. Okay.
0: How serious panic, like what emotion does he do that
2: with? At the moment, it's very strange. It looks like he is He's looking kind of down at the table, but it literally looks like he's looking through the table or seeing something behind his eyes. It looks like he's listening.
0: Do you hear voices?
2: I hear a voice. Yeah, we heard a voice too. That looks up at you guys.
0: In fact, we heard the same voice come out of two round objects and it had a face
2: what what was it like
0: oh it was really freaking wild man and it spoke out loud and then
2: What, what did she say
0: she told us to never lose hope and um, to keep finding more of her orbs, and I think she would really appreciate it if we were to bring kind of the orbs back to the other two that fused into one. There we're, were two now. There's one. Mm. And um, well, and, and yeah, and she said, "Good job for what we did." And, mm, yeah. Why? Do you know anything about or- these orbs? Talking orbs.
2: No idea. I have no idea. I've just been pulling around this whole time. OK, no. it's, uh, uh, no, I'd I'm like just to roll with
0: check on that if that's what he's. <laughs> no, gonna say. I'm just
2: kidding. <laughs> Insight. Uh, but no, it's uh, oh, a yeah. as as you say that. I do know. I do know very personally. And when he kind of produces from his pocket. A small glowing orb.
0: Valia, Gascar kind of. This is his turn to go ahead and collapse. He was
2: not expecting that. And it is interesting because the orb itself is displaying an eye. And the eye is looking directly at Castiel's box. Do I see this? You do. You also would see one more thing about it. There is a tear in the eye.
0: Well yeah. First of all, do you remember me specifically? Like, I'm kind of curious about how this all works, too. Do you share sentience with your other parts? Never Uh, mind, never mind, never mind. Do you know something about this box? Like, is this you? You look sad. Why are you sad? Can we do something to not make you so sad?
2: Relic. As the eye kind of closes. Relic kind of kind of brings the orb kind of close to his chest and kind of looks at you. Do you know who Castiel is to Revalia?
0: Eh, he was a demon that kind of found her favor, and did used to do bad stuff. Then he kind of did good stuff ish, and uh, there was a song written about him. Parker knows the song.
2: The song speaks true. But uh, when he was called to be her champion, it was because that she knew that it was only her son that could take up the torch that she needed to defeat the darkness. He was a divine ling.
1: Thou...
0: Valya, is this box more than just a box?
2: The box is the only remaining artifact from him. Uh, He was slain many, many, many years ago.
0: Out of curiosity, where was he slain? He was slain.
2: Far to the north over two hundred and thirty years ago. He was... uh, And as is the nature of divinelings, they don't die. When a divineling is physically slain, their soul will inhabit the nearest habitable body. Repairing whatever wounds or things that may have made it die and take on its full. I perk up and I make
0: try to make eye contact with Parker as the all the hair on my like the ridge of my back kind of stands up on end.
2: There are always dangers though, with every move of the soul unable to pass through the veil, even when it was fully open. Castile. His soul was wrought in a way that could not be held. Most of them were able to retain their their knowledge, their memories. But when Cassiel died, he forgot everything. And he disappeared into the world. And Valia has yet to find him, wherever he may be.